Hi, it's Andy, and welcome to the Hills Church Podcast. Our hope is that this will help your life and inspire your faith. Thanks again for checking us out. So we are in a three-week collection of talks um, called Dangerous Prayers, and Victoria started that and told us all to fasten our seatbelts. So I'm sure you all did, but I hope you've enjoyed them so far. But Victoria kicked that off for us, and she talked to us about God searching us, God searching our hearts. And Andy continued last week, and he talked to us all about God speaking to us, and God does speak to us all, isn't that right? But this week, our dangerous prayer is God use us. So who in here does believe that God uses them? Yeah? Some of us, maybe all of us, yes. Well, who in here knows that God used them this week? Yeah? Hey, look at this stage. As they've already said, isn't it incredible? Yeah? God used the Hills Church this week or whatever day you bought those presents through your generosity to be a blessing here in the Northwest this Christmas. It's incredible. But you know what? One of the key values, the core values of the Hills Church is generosity. And hey, God used the Hills Church's generosity this week to be a blessing. And it's incredible. So God uses us all. But what we want to look at this morning, no matter how you've come to church this morning, or no matter how you're feeling, or whether you think that you're someone God uses or not, God wants us to leave here this morning knowing that he uses us all. And he is going to continue to use us here in the Northwest by just being us to impact people's lives for him. But in order to do that this morning, we are going to look at the well-known Bible story about David and Goliath. And I'm sure most people, if not everybody on here, will know that story this morning. And it's found in 1 Samuel, verse 17, but it's a really long chapter. So we're not going to read it all. We're going to read verses 22 to 24. We're going to read verse 37 and then 49 to 50. So we're going to read it together. And it's a great story. We can see how God used an ordinary young man above everyone else, just to be used for him. He was known from generation to generation because of what he did through God. So we're going to read together, and then we're going to pray, and then we're going to get into a bit of a conversation together. So 1 Samuel, I think it's going to be on the screen, is it? It already is on the screen. Thank you, Nathan. So 1 Samuel chapter 17, and we're going to look at verse 22 to 24 first. So David left his things with the keeper of supplies and hurried out to the ranks to greet his brothers. And as he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, came out from the Philistine ranks. And then David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. As soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright. And verse 37, The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said and may the Lord be with you. Verses 49 to 50. Reaching into the shepherd's bag and taking out a stone, he hurled it with his sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sank in and Goliath stumbled and fell face down in the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. So, God, we just thank you for this morning, God. And we thank you, God, that you want us to know that you use each and every person, no matter where they're at in life. 
And God, we thank you for this story this morning, God. And I thank you, God, that you're going to use me, God, to speak whatever you want to say this morning, God, so that we go away and be used more and more and more, God, to see people come to know you, Jesus. Amen. So we're going to look this morning. Whenever I was asked to talk about God using us, I began to think about my own home. And most of you will know I'm married to Andy, and we have three darling children. We have Lilia, who's 12, Harry, who's nine, and Tom, who's four. And I'm sure, like most houses, we believe we all live in the house from, so from your able, we all contribute to the house. So we all take part in whatever chores there is to do in the house to get the, the jobs done or whatever. So quite often, whenever Andy or me will ask um, whatever we need done, most of the time they do say, yeah, we'll help, whatever, and they'll come willingly, maybe. But maybe sometimes they'll say, well, what is it you exactly want me to do? And then they'll maybe decide whether they're going to do it or not, and it's not always done. Or maybe they'll be on an Xbox or a phone or some sort of gadget, and they'll say, oh, I'll be out in a minute. And maybe they don't actually get round to coming out. So by the time they get out, we've it already done. And some days they'll say no. So we just get on with it and get it done because we're their parents. <laughs> but it got me thinking that I wonder am I ever like that when it comes to God? I wonder are we ever like that when it comes to God? Do we feel that we are people who are used willingly by God and are readily available to do whatever he wants us to do? Or like in our house, do we want to know what it is? And then we're like, mm, I'm not so sure if I could do that. Or maybe we don't want to do it. Or maybe we're full of good intentions and we maybe don't get around to doing it and someone else does it for us. Or maybe do we never really ever think about how God can actually use us when he's using us every day. But what I want to look at this morning is God is using us and he is going to keep using us. But he just wants to use you and me in our normal, everyday, simple lives by just being us. That's what he wants us to do. He's made us uniquely. He's made us to be us. And he just wants us to be us and be used for him to see people connected to their God-given purpose through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And that is why this church exists. And that's why we're here today. But what I love so much about God is He's no favorites. He tells us in his word, in Romans 2.11, he says, he does not show favoritism. So he, does, he loves you. He loves the person you're sitting beside. He loves the person down your street. He loves us all the same. He knows where we're at. So no matter where we feel we're at this morning, he loves us all the same. But he does. He wants to use us. And he has placed us here. He's placed us here in the Northwest because he loves this place, and he wants us to be the people who are going to be used for him to see lives changed. And for us in this church, there's never been an easier way. Maybe you were here last week, and you heard Andy speak, and you heard him talking about how God speaks to us. Maybe God's been speaking to you this week, and he's used you, he's used you in some situation where you had forgotten all about because he wanted you to get in touch with a person, or somebody you've been putting off for a while. Or maybe... How does God want you to invite someone else to a carol service? Hey, I don't know if you were here at our last carol service, but the presence of God was in this place. Would you agree? Yes. yes. 
This place, anybody I talk to says the same. Hey, people need to come to our carol service. People need to know this Christmas that God loves them. Who have we forgotten to invite? There's still empty seats. And it's an easy invitation. People love to come to carol services. Maybe God's using you whenever you show up week after week here in our car park or in our welcome or across in our health kids. Maybe that's how God uses you whenever really you could be at home in bed and you decide that you want to be here because you care about people. You make them feel welcome when they come into this place. Whenever maybe here's the last person, place they want to be or ever thought they would be, maybe you're that person. Or maybe you're a mom like me and you get to be in the school playground in the mornings and you're the, you're the girl who connects with other mothers who maybe they're in such a busy season of their lives that they don't really get to chat to many other moms. Or maybe you're that person who keeps on texting someone who's waiting on your text message to be encouraged. Hey, God's using us. It's so good. But what I love about this story about David... David was a man who carried the presence of God. David was a man who got into the presence of God. David came into this situation. He was asked to bring his brother's lunch. He didn't know what was going on, but he came in with confidence. There was never once did he say that God couldn't do this. He came with confidence, with faith. He came in strength. He came knowing that God would fight this battle. He said, the same God that fought the lions and the bears when they tried to attack my sheep will fight for me now. David was a young man. I'm not sure if I was asked to fight someone bigger than Andy Macbeth, would I be so willing? David never once looked to a giant. David only looked to what God could do. You know, David was a man who was in the presence of God. And it got me thinking, you know, Louise, are you a woman that gets into the presence of God? Are we people this morning who gets into God's presence? You know, do we read his word? Do we pray to him? Do we worship God? Do we want to be people who get into the presence of God? Hey, I don't know about you, but I spend a lot of time on social media. It's a habit. I pick it up. I'm like, what's going on in people's lives today? But I don't know about you, but I never, I never come off it encouraged. But hey, I know you'll agree with me this morning. Do you see when you set time aside to read God's word? And some days that'll look like a verse. Other days it'll look like, this is great. And you just keep reading. But hey, do you come away encouraged when you read his word? Yeah. We come away more strengthened. We come away more confident. We come away knowing the promises of God. We come away knowing more what he wants us to do, feeling more confident, knowing that he'll do certain things. And God, this is where God needs us to be. God knows that this is what fuels us. God knows that this is what gives us confidence in him, to be used more by him. God wants us to be these people. This is where he wants us to be. He loves us. He tells us in James 4, verse 8, when we draw close to him, he draws close to us. And it's true. He says in Jeremiah 29, 13, when we seek him with all our hearts, we find him. 
He's here. He tells us no matter how far we go, we can't get away from him. He's with us. And he wants us. He wants us to keep encouraging and building ourselves up and getting into the presence of him every day. No matter how busy our lives are, we've got Bible apps, we've got the verse for today. We can put it on in the car. He knows us this, this is what we need. But you know, when God's wanting to use us as well, there's times it's going to make us a bit uncomfortable. There's times it's going to make us uneasy. There's times we're going to be like, I'm not so sure if it's anything like my house, if I really want to do this, God. And a time for me in my life that I can tell that happened to me was, most of you all know one here, I'm a district nurse, and I worked for a good few years here in the, the water side of Derry, and I loved it. I love the water side. I love God in the scale. I love Trench Road, Bond Street. I, I love this place. And I still, Andy will tell you, every time we drive into Derry, I tell him, I miss these streets. And I worked with the best, best bunch of staff there. Best girls. And I don't know, I don't think Linda's here tomorrow, this morning, but if you're listening online, Linda, you are where the best bunch of girls you are. But I worked there and I loved it. I was working there. But I got a phone call one day to ask me would I be interested, there was going to be someone leaving a district nursing post in Donamana. Would I be interested in moving there? And initially I thought, yeah, well, it's pretty close to home, like it would be handy. And then I thought, but I love it here. I'm comfortable here. I don't really want to go. So I put it off. But over a few days and stirring it about and giving it a bit of prayer, I just got this feeling I need to like, I need to go for this. So after probably a few days, I thought, right, I'll just put in the form, the transfer form, hoping that I might never hear about it again. So I put in the form, and one thing led to another. A few weeks passed, and it did work out, and I did move to Donamana. Well, it took me so long to settle there. And don't get me wrong, I'm working there now, and they are the best bunch of people. But I did not like it, and I wasn't happy. And during those times, I had to stay close to God. I had to draw on his strength every day. I'm not joking. I didn't feel happy there. And I did work with the best people, but I just wanted to go back to Derry where I felt comfortable. But in that season, God wanted me to be there. He wanted to use me for some reason in the area that I live. And I had to stay close to him and draw on his strength. And it wasn't easy. Because if you were here, whenever Victoria spoke, she she was talking to us about God searching our hearts because he doesn't want us to stay stuck. He wants us to keep moving in the direction that he wants us to go because he has places for us to go. He has things for us to do that he wants to use us. But it's not always going to feel comfortable. And in those times, he wants us to draw on his strength, to draw from him the strength that we need to keep going and do the things that he wants us to do. And the funny end of the story is, I worked in Donamana for a while and then I removed myself from there. I left my job and I went to work in different places. I was called bank nursing for a few years. And then I decided I was going to be, go back into district nursing. So I applied for a job to be a district nurse again. And after I did the interview and a few weeks had passed, I got a phone call to offer me a temporary job. And where was the temporary job? back in the Waterside Health Centre with the staff that I loved. So I was so excited and I was getting ready to go back to Waterside. I just thought, imagine this is actually happening. So I was getting excited to go back to work with the girls there. And before I even got to start there, I got another phone call 
offered me a permanent job with the exact hours that I wanted. And where was that job? Back in Dunhamana, in which I love, and I'm so happily working there now. But for a season, I wasn't. And I did have to trust God. But he will want to use us and will not always understand. But you know the really good thing about being used by God? We don't have to. We get to. We get to be used by God. We get to be part of this incredible church that is being used to see people connected to their God-given purpose through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We get to do this thing. And we don't have to show up week after week here. We get to. And as Alberta said last week, we don't get to serve in Hills Kids. We get to see those wee faces light up when they're told about how much God loves them. From a young age, they love it and they love singing. We didn't have to buy these presents this morning. We get to. We get to bless the Northwest. And our miracle offering's coming up in a few weeks. And we don't have to give to it, but we get to give. Because we don't know where we're going to be next year. We don't know what comes up in lives. And that miracle offering is going to be, be used to bless people in our church and other people in the Northwest. It's going to be made known to us. Because different situations come up in our lives that we're not always known about. But we're going to be used through our miracle offering to be blessing other people. And maybe you're like us in our house whenever the kids don't actually get round to doing it. And Andy and me are like, we're the skivvies round here. We're the only one that gets anything done. You said you would do this and now I've had to do it ourselves. But hey, we don't have to be their parents. We get to be their parents. We get to tell them that God loves them, that he has a plan and a purpose for them, that they are going to do great things in life. We don't have to. We get to. It's a privilege. And as I close this morning, and as the band would just like to come up, David never looked once at what he couldn't do. David only looked to what God could do. David didn't come into the situation thinking, I can't do this. He never once said. He only ever looked to what God could do. And he didn't have to. He got to be the young man who was remembered from generation to generation to generation for being the one who killed a giant. He didn't have to. He got to. And hey, when we keep spending time in the presence of God, keep reading his word, keep getting to know his character, keep seeking him. You know, he tells us in John 15 verse 4, Remain in me, and I in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is disconnected from the vine. And it's true. This is where God needs us to be. He needs us to be connected to him. Because he knows it's what spurs us on. And hey, when we're those people who continue to do what we're doing, and continue to keep getting revelation after revelation after revelation, what God wants to do through us, just ordinary people like you and me. Hey, 
What's our lives not going to look like? What's our homes? How much better will these places look like? How much better will our workplaces look like? Will the playgrounds of the school look like? Will this Northwest look like if God keeps using you and me by just being us who he's made us to be, but he keeps showing up and being used faithfully day after day to see people come to know their God-given purpose through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Hey, does that excite you this morning? Yeah, it's exciting. And hey, we don't have to be part of this church. We get to. It is an honor. It is. And hey, if there's ever been a time that people need to know that God loves them, he cares for them, it's after a global pandemic. People are struggling. And we're coming up to a season of Christmas. And let's face it, it's a really good season for us in our home. But it's a time when people struggle. People miss loved ones. They feel lonely. They spend too much money. People struggle with addictions at Christmas whenever they have to go to parties that they struggle with. Hey, they need you and they need me. And you know what? We, as the Hills Church, get the absolute privilege of being there for those people. Thank you all for listening. Hey, thanks again for checking out the Hills Church podcast. Hey, if this message has inspired or encouraged you in any way, why don't you share it with a friend? Hey, as well as that, we meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Waterside Theatre, and we'd love to see you at one of our services. But hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our channel?